the podcasts of any. Cooking. Energy for growth. How much energy do we consume? There's the energy that lets us feel part of a group, like the All Blacks rugby team. The energy of laughter. The energy of a child. The energy of the universe where it all began. Certainly, there's also the energy that moves cars, turns light bulbs on, heats houses, and that which allows us to experience true emotions. The energy of life. Energy is a word that is constantly changing its meaning. It has a lot to do with human beings and the great journey of life that, for us today, begins in Africa, more precisely, in the Congo. There are two Congos, rivers with this name, only one, and it is the world's most important water catchment area after the Amazon. The capital of the Republic of the Congo, Brazzaville, gets its name from a French-Italian explorer, Pietro Savonien di Brazza. His is a curious story that has a lot to do with 19th century explorers like Stanley and Livingston, as well as Alex Maioli, a fellow Italian, but one of our peers. Being a photographer of worldwide fame, we asked him to give us a snapshot of this country, given that he has travelled its length and breadth. Impenetrable, at a scenic level. Silent, hidden, the other Congo. Impenetrable, silent, hidden. Today's Africa, as then. But how far is it from our everyday lives? The television content tied to cooking and culinary arts confirms just how much we Westerners consider eating synonymous with pleasure. We can even say culture. Yet today, we risk forgetting the importance of that energy necessary to transform food into a dish. Today, the time we dedicate to food and sociality is directly proportional to our values. To find out where all this comes from, we must follow the energy trail. In the Congo, food is nourishment, an ancestral element, a religious symbol, in its own way, already an expression of conviviality. Let's hear from Alex Maioli again. We met pygmies in the forest. Once a month, one of them passes by a clearing in the middle of the forest. And if you want to meet them, you have to wait for at least a week. We sent an emissary to wait for them. And at a certain point, these pygmies arrived. As a sign of hospitality, they caught a monkey while we were taking photographs. And there was this monkey still alive, tied up, and after three hours they came over and offered us the monkey. First, the liver, because according to them, it's an honor to eat the liver, and then all the rest. The pygmies are the Congo's most isolated people, primeval inhabitants that a Westerner would call primitive. Yet from their smiles comes a surprising curiosity and thirst for knowledge. It is the most important moment for getting to know each other and, naturally, eating. Whenever cooking happened, quale che sia il modo in cui l'arte di cucinare ebbe inizio un milione di anni fa, questa ebbe un effetto velocizzante della nostra evoluzione. Perché cucinare aumentò enormemente la qualità del cibo che noi mangiamo, così come incrementò le tipologie di cibi commestibili. 
La quantità e la qualità del cibo sono fattori chiave. Per la prima volta era necessario accumulare il cibo, metterlo da parte, sedersi a cucinarlo e aspettare. Beh, questo processo poteva durare anche diverse ore. Cooking takes time, time that humans had to pass around the fire waiting for the food to cook. And this brought with it a new form of socialization. The likable Harvard professor Richard Wrangham, world famous primatologist, filmed here during a Hedge Foundation interview. In his book, Catching Fire, How Cooking Made Us Human, he develops the thesis that the initiation of cooking food was an extraordinary force in human evolution. So how then can we explain the differences there still are throughout the world? It all depends on the food we eat.